watch the proverbial sunrise. Give your immortality to me. Tonight will be the night that I will fall for you. Hi, and welcome to Bloodsuckers, a podcast about the Twilight series by Stephanie Meyer. I'm Maddie. I'm Christina. I'm Janae. And I'm Gail. Thanks for listening to our eighth episode. Each week we bring you news and theories about the upcoming book, Breaking Dawn, and the Twilight movie, as well as discussion and thoughts about the series so far. A-Ray lost our high-speed llama race, so she won't be joining us today. Oh, oh darn. What is Those she llamas doing? are tricky. Her llama's always been a slacker. I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing I've ever heard. So, things are going down a little bit different this week. We're going to cheat and have an entire episode on just songs and listener emails. So we're going to play a song, discuss it, then read a listener email, then play another song, and so on. We're all very excited. So let's get started. Sweet. I enjoy how even our intro te- cheated, because it says each week we bring you news and theories, and we're not doing any <laughs> We're such cheaters. It's ridiculous. Knowing us, the um, cover got released like two minutes ago. <laughs> Alright, Janae, would you like to tell us what the first song is going to be? Sure, Maddie. Our first song for this week is Who I Am Hates Who I've Been by Reliant K. This was suggested by Megan from Pennsylvania. So what do you guys think about this song? I think I'm in love with Reliant K. <laughs> Yes, our fans do, um, listeners, do a good job of picking, like, artists that we like. Yeah, so, in the beginning, when it's like, I watched the proverbial sunrise coming up over the Pacific, you know, they're over on the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> and they're watching the proverbial sunrise? Yeah, I could. What does proverbial even mean? It means, like, like, the word, do you know what proverb means? Yes. That's where that word comes from. It's like... Not exactly, it's not like you're literally watching a sunrise, it's like something that's like a sunrise. It's like a metaphor or something, it's weird. Random English fact. Well, I think that the entire chorus, which is, I'm sorry for the person I became, I'm sorry that it took so long for me to change, I'm sorry to be sure I never became that way again, because who I am hates who I've been, who I am hates who I've been. It's not really it mind? Course, but that's okay. It's not? <laughs> no. Oh, you're right. The chorus is stopped right there. It's definitely yeah. lost it. All right, sorry. The, that line, that part, verses, um, reminds me of in New Moon when Edward becomes a butt face and to, to Bella. And then when he comes back, he's got to like, apologize for it all and explain that he was just, you know, trying to save her. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Um, the part after that, I talked to absolutely no one, couldn't keep to myself enough, and the things bottled inside finally, have finally begun to create so much pressure that I'll soon blow up. It reminds me of like Bella and New Moon, how she always felt like she was going, like her heart was going to explode, and she couldn't really talk to anyone about it because Edward's a vampire. I like the part where it says I heard the reverberating footsteps sinking up to the beating of my heart and I was positive that unless I got myself together I would watch me fall apart that reminds me of Bella in New Moon when Edward decided to be a butt face and go away um yeah so the way she like she imagined Edward was in her head and I imagined that 
if it had gone further, she might have, like, imagined that he was there and, like, walking up to her and how it is, it's also like how it is when the, things were normal. Like, whenever he was close, her heart got weird and, yeah, and she was gonna fall apart without him, so yes. Um, one part that reminds me of New Moon, and I can't let that happen again because then you'd see my heart in the saddest state it's ever been. It is, like, I think, like, this entire song kind of relates to New Moon, and this song most of all, and this part a lot, because it says, because then you'll see my heart in the saddest state it's ever been. Like, Bella was, like, really, really, really just, like, dead for a couple of months, and that's pretty much the saddest state she's ever been in. Well, now we're going to move on to a listener email. Gail, would you please read us the first email? Sure. Our first email comes from Joe Akeem, or Joe, I hope we got your name right, of London, England, but formerly Brazil. He writes in saying, Hi guys, I've been listening to the podcast for three weeks now, and you guys rock. There are other things out there about Twilight, and you guys are one of the best. It's really cool to listen to you to you lot, sorry, talk about the series, because you're the only ones I can listen to. Girlfriends and other friends don't really read. Sucks, right? Now you asked if there was any Portuguese listeners out there in the most recent episode. And, well, I wasn't born in Portugal. I'm Brazilian, but they both speak Portuguese. I only lived there until I was six, so I'm kind of British, and I'm also a guy. Don't get me wrong or anything. It's great to hear how you girls feel about the books, but I think that it would be more interesting to see another guy's point of view. Just make sure he's not in love with Edward, too. Get a friend or brother or something. Love the show. Keep it up. Jo- um, Joaquin. Joe, keeping it real simple for you guys. LOL. Um, from London, England. So, yay, guy listeners! Yay! Um, we actually had a few this week. We received emails from Allie regarding her male friend listener. We also received emails from Matt and Daniel. And they all felt required to inform us that they're not gay. <laughs> so we yeah, I wonder they, why. They thought we'd like them to pass that message on to you all. But yeah, like seriously, this episode reference to his girlfriend emailing me. The other two literally started out like, Hi, my name is so-and-so, and I'm a guy listener, and I'm not gay. <laughs> Did we ever say anything that like guys that read Twilight are gay or something? Or people just I think they're assuming think that. that we think that. I, I don't... I think people assume that because I don't remember saying anything like that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. We actually can take your advice. We have an interview with Daniel from Utah, I think it was. So next week you guys get to hear a guy's point of view. It just doesn't really fit in this week. Woots! Sweet. Hooray! Uh, do you think he goes to Twilight Portugal? He probably... Oh my god! No, not <laughs> really. Me. Email in if you go to Twilight Portugal. I'll love you forever, because I think Twilight Portugal's awesome. Take pictures. <laughs> Take pictures of the website. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well now it's time for our next song. Christina, what is our next song? Our next song was also suggested by Megan from Pennsylvania, and it's called Wine Red by the Hush Sound. Hush what do you guys think of this song? Well, what Megan actually had to say was that it kind of related to the ideas represented in the cover about, like, the apples, and it related to the Garden of Eden. In the lines, who shot that arrow in your throat? Who missed the crimson apple? It hung heavy on the tree above your head. Well, the actual, the entirety of the song is very much about like the Garden of Eden. If you listen to it, it's this garden once was perfect, um, which reminds you of that again because before they picked the apple, 
where the snake tricked them or I don't even know how that goes. The garden was like perfection. Cool. I like the line, we lied, we can't go on, this is the time, this is the place to be alive. It's kind of like how Edward and Bella really shouldn't be in a relationship, but like they're going to do it right now because Bella's going to get old unless she tries to do it. Sea is wine red. Well, the sea is wine red, that part. This is the death of beauty. The do doves have died, the lovers have lied. Okay, the first line, the sea is wine red. It reminds you of like blood and stuff. So, vampire's blood. And then this is the death of beauty. How like Edward thinks that Bella is absolutely like beautiful and perfect how she is, but she wants to become something else. She wants to be a vampire. And I guess to Edward, that would be like the death of beauty. Cause she's like life. And she has a chance at the afterlife and all that good stuff. So he doesn't like that. Um, one part that kind of was heavily symbolic for me, I've always thought of the apple like on the cover and everything as like Bella's chance to be a vampire and whether she should take it or not. And it and one of the lines is who missed the crimson apple, it hung heavy on the tree above your head. It's like the opportunity is kind of there and it's her choice whether to take it or not. Yeah, you could think of the apple kind of like the forbidden fruit in the Garden of Eden and Adam and Eve. Cause Didn't people, I already say this? I was paying attention. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I was recapping your awesomeness, Gail. Okay. But I also thought of the the whole part that says, who shot that arrow in your throat, who missed the crimson apple and hung heavy on the tree above your head. You could take it a different way. Like, you know how Bella is Edward's quote-unquote singer because her blood sings to him? Yeah. Well, it could be like who shot that arrow in your throat, it could be like, who made you the one that is so appealing to me? Mm. Like, it could have been anyone else and it was you. Like, the crimson apple could have been like a, like a different person, but it had to be her just because fate said so. Yes. <laughs> well, I think the line, the line we actually use in the intro, which is, give your immortality to me, I'll set you up against the stars. Reminds just of, um, once again, the whole vampire versus not vampire thing. You can take that line two ways. You can either see it as him saying, come be a vampire with me and we'll be together forever. Or just don't be a vampire because he's saying, give your immortality to me. Like, don't do it. So, I don't know. It's a cool line. I like it. I like the hash sound. Okay, well, time for another listener email. Kira emailed in with a few facts about my favorite character, Angela. Well, the email said, Hey, did you guys know that Christian Saratos, parentheses, Angela Weber, likes to sing horseback ride and do competitive figure skating? I thought that was kind of cool. She even did modeling when she was seven years old. Haha, uh, Maddie, I know you like Angela, so I thought you might be somewhat interested. Talk to you later, Kira. Yay, I love Angela. I love Kira. <laughs> we also received emails from Jenny, Nessie, I'm gonna kill this name. Imogen, Tori, and Chandler. Okay, time for a song. Janae, what's our next song? Our next song is Untouched by the Veronicas. This song was sent in by Roxy, who is 24. So, what did you guys think of this song? Well, I thought the la 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 <laughs> was really, really symbolic. <laughs> <laughs> of Edward's la 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 love for Bella. <laughs> exactly. Um, I thought the line don't even talk about the consequence because right now you're the only thing that makes any sense to me. That's kind of like Bella's view on being a vampire. Edward's all like, man, the consequence of this is you might lose your soul and whatever. And she's like, I don't care. 
because I love you. Yeah. And I don't give a damn what they say or what they think because you're the only one who's on my mind. Kind of like how Bella has to get over the whole getting married when she's young so she needs to have an empire because Edward's the one she cares about. Um, the line going crazy because of the that too because that represents like Edward because like I'm second seller. Like, especially you see it in Midnight Sun. He's just going crazy. He just craves her blood so much. Um, well, the fact is, you can take, 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 take time. Yeah. You <laughs> live, live the way you gotta, gotta live your life. Give me, give me, give me all of you. Don't be scared of seeing you in loneliness. Well, it's kind of like Edward Jules' point of view on being with Bella, like he says, oh, I'm dangerous, you shouldn't be with me, and yet I want you so much and I love you, so I won't let you not be with me. He want, wants her to take the time to live her life the way it's supposed to be, yet he's selfish and he wants her for himself. The verse, I want it more, don't even think about what's right or wrong or wrong or I'd be delighted. <laughs> Lauren from our, our high school in New Jersey emailed in saying, Hey guys, I would love to thank you guys for posting the podcast and updating on the upcoming movie. And I'm very excited in your opinions. Last time we asked you to read In your opinions on the movie and the book. <laughs> I am looking forward to the new release. I'm looking forward to the new release of Breaking Dawn and would like to share my thoughts on the novel. Here are my theories. One, Bella has to struggle to tell Charlie she's engaged to Edward. Two, Jacob can't accept the fact that Bella's engaged to Edward and has to find a way to move on. Three, Bella starts feeling guilty for what she did to Jacob. Four, Bella and Edward get married, possibly. Thank you for taking the time to read this. I look forward to the next podcast of Bloodsuckers, and we'll definitely see you in school tomorrow. Yours truly, Lauren. So what do you guys think of what Lauren has to say? Well, I don't know about her, but I ain't going to school tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, this email was not received on a Sunday. Anyway, I think her theories are about right. Pretty much. Except for the part where someone shoots Jacob. <laughs> It just needs to happen. Sorry to all the Jacob fans out there, but yeah. Yeah, we're not really in theory discussing mood right now. We're in music mood. Mood. So. Music. I think this is all stuff that we've generally discussed. How about we hear another song? Our next song is Fall For You by Secondhand Serenade. It was sent in from Stephanie from Pennsylvania. What do you guys think of this song? I love the line, because tonight will be the night that I will fall for you. I'm just going to take all the lines I used in the intro because I made the intro. But um, I really like this line because it reminds me of like when they're going out together and then they go out and you go into her room at night and they're all like, I love you. Bloody blah. Adorable, adorable, blah. Just reminds me of that. That was an attractive sound. I try really, really, really yeah. hard. Gail's made it <laughs> well, let's see. If, <laughs> let's see if you're gonna get Jackson Rathbone with that mating call, Gail. Good point, Jackson. That's my mating call. 
to the line, don't make me change my mind or I won't live to see another day. It's kind of like, I totally forget what I was going to say. <laughs> well, Way I guess go. it's like when Bella was like, I'm going to be a vampire and you can't change my mind or I'll kill myself. And yeah. she would. She doesn't actually say that last part. It didn't, but like, it's the idea of like an ultimatum, I guess. Or just kind of that she's going to get killed by um, Victoria. And or just eventually she'll die. Um, one line. I know you don't think that I'm trying. I know you're wearing thin down to the core. It's like at the end of New Moon when Edward's trying to convince Bella that he does love her and that he was trying to that he was trying to save her by going away, but she doesn't believe him. She keeps thinking it's a dream or a nightmare, but he really is trying. So the line at the end, and remember me tonight when you're asleep. The line, but I've loved you from the start, just reminds me about Bella, because like, he's like, she's first stolen, he kind of like really stood out to her. And whereas it wasn't the same for him, she like really like legit felt for Alright, well, how about a few others? Yeah, who else? This week, we also received emails from Alex S., Jen, who was 18, Nessie, Jenny M., and Emma B. of Connecticut. Natalie also emailed in saying, The Twilight trailer, which I watched like 20 times in a row, downloads faster off the Reels channel website, well, your did for me, than the MySpace one. For people that have dial-up, in case there are any people in the middle of nowhere that can't get high speed like me, just wanted to let you guys know. Thanks. Alright, time for another song. Christina? Our next song was sent in by Maggie. It's by Barlow Girl, and it's called Never Alone. So what do you guys think of the song? Well, this is just basically, like, if you listen to the beginning, it's, I waited for you today, but you didn't show, no, 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 I needed you today, so where'd you go? You wanted me to call, you said you'd be there, and though I haven't seen you, are you still there? Reminds me of the entirety of New Moon, which is just like, where are you? I can hear you in my head, and you're talking to me still, but you're not here, and I miss you, and bleh. More attractive sounds, yay. That part at the end, we cannot separate because you're part of me, and though you're invisible, I'll trust the unseen. Also like New Moon, when Bella hears Edward in her head, like all the time, and she does all the stupid things to make her hear Edward in her head, because, like, even though he's not there, she knows that if he comes back, she'll just forgive him automatically and trust him again even though he ripped a giant hole where her heart used to be when he left and went to Italy, yay. I guess we're all like thinking the same stuff because I was thinking of the line, and though I cannot see you and I can't explain why, such a deep, deep reassurance is placed in my life with the whole voices in her head thing, like, even though he's not there, he's still like reassuring her and telling her not to do things. I think just like the entirety of the song just represents like the voices in her head and her missing it. Like, I think that's just like the general thoughts of the song. Like, I think every single line is going to be this to that. Pretty much. Alright, how about a few more listener emails today? We received emails this week from Stephanie from Pennsylvania, Lisa Marie of California, Allie, who is 18, from New York, Lauren of New Jersey, and one of our fan pyres, Alexandra. Now, how about another song? The next song happens to be Just Friends by the Jonas Brothers. What do you guys think of this song? This song basically represents 
Jacob being in love with Bella and how they're just friends because um, but it's cool because we're just friends and it's just being like everyone knows it's been, meant to be falling in love just you and me till the end of time till I'm on her mind it'll happen I've been making lots of plans like a picket fence at a rose garden I'll just keep on dreaming he's just like just about this guy who likes this girl who just wants to be friends and the line everyone knows it's meant to be falling in love just you and me kind of like how Jacob says, like, if Edward never come back and if Edward didn't exist, they would have fallen in love and gotten married and all that, John. And so it should have been them, but now it's not. And then, like, switching, like, sides to it, the end reminds me of um, when Edward and her finally get together, because in the beginning they were just friends and he didn't want to be more than just friends, but then it's in the song says, thinking about how we're going to say our vows, it's cool we're just friends, she walks down the aisle, I see all my friends smile because now we're more than just friends, because it's just, it's, it's like, oh, we're not friends anymore, and all our siblings are happy because we're getting married. Oh, and there's another one of those very symbolic lines, la, 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 so, so much symbolism. <laughs> it's Jacob's la, 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 love for Bella's time. Exactly. It's a whole different... I apologize to the listeners that I included the la, 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 when I said the lyrics to everyone. But it's cool, cause we're just... I really like this song. You would know this song. I listened to it yesterday while making the thing. The intro. I made the intro. Gail made the intro. <laughs> because Gail yeah. needs credit. I was wondering who made the intro. <laughs> Me. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was Janae. <laughs> Janae. No. Good job on the intro. <laughs> really fantastic, Janae. Gracias. I'm going to quit Bloodsuckers. <laughs> oh, you're even going to answer. In- you know what? All right, more emails. <laughs> so you want to just give us a few more names, Gail? We received emails from Robin, Nadine, and Roxy. Now for another song. We have I Miss You by Blink-182. The song was sent in by Yahoo Chat by Priscilla. And it's actually the first, after the, 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 like, the second episode. So we're finally getting to it. Yay. So what do you guys think of this song? It's kind of a really dark song. So it kind of reminds everyone of vampires in general. And the don't waste your time on me, you're already the voice inside my head. I know we haven't talked about it a lot this episode, <laughs> but you know, when Edward was the voice inside Bella's head. Was he? <laughs> Whoa! Okie dokie. Um, well, where it says we can live like Jack and Sally if we want, where you can always find me and we'll have Halloween on Christmas, and in the night we'll wish this never ends, we'll wish this never ends. Well, the whole Halloween on Christmas thing, like, they're vampires, so vampires are kind of Halloween monsters, so it would be Halloween every day, because that's corny, but, uh, the, and the night, we'll wish this never ends, we'll wish this never ends, like, when they're up in Bella's room telling each other how much they love each other, and it's nauseatingly adorable, and they wish it never ends. Yeah, that's pretty much my philosophical input. Um... I think that the first three lines, hello there, angel from my nightmare, the shadow in the background, the morgue, the unsuspecting victim of darkness in the valley. Well, the first part reminds me of, um, like, he's always, like, in her dreams, and at first he was, like, scary in her dreams, so he was kind of like this angel in her life, but he came from, like, the nightmares, 
and he's like the shadow in the background of the morgue. Like he's a vampire. He's mad creep. Well, he's supposed to be, but then he's not because he's yeah. And then the unsuspecting victim in the dark to the valley was the same idea. Like he's this thing, darkness in the valley. Good talk. Descriptive. <laughs> he's a. Thing. Oh, excuse me. It was he was this thing, and I used hand motions to describe it. <laughs> Our next song is Black Roses Red by Alana Grace. This was sent in by one of our classmates, Kira, from Hi, New Kira. Jersey. Hi, Kira. So anyway, what do you all think of this song? So, um, the as twisted as it seems, I only fear love when it's in my dreams. I know I haven't talked about this 500 times this episode, but how she keeps having nightmares and, like, It'll be of people she loves, like Edward and Jacob, but they're still scary. Such a nice song. It's so, like, pleasant. I love the song. She's in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Yeah. In the beginning, where it says, Can I ask you a question, please? Promise you won't laugh at me. Honestly, I'm standing here afraid I'll be betrayed. When he's considering whether or not to tell Bella about him and his family is all like, don't do it, she's human, blah blah blah, you're gonna reveal us, we're all gonna be hunted down by the Volturi, blah blah blah. Yeah. So, it's all like, even though Edward would never be timid and ask to ask a question, but okay. Um, actually that part I was thinking of how Bella will like um, like the part where Bella asked Edward uh, why he doesn't want her to be a vampire, and like she's a, she's afraid that he won't love her anymore because like she doesn't smell good or whatever, and so like she doesn't want to get laughed at, but she's afraid of being betrayed. Um, one one of the songs that lines so much emptiness inside I could fill the deepest sea. It's like when Edward left Bella in New Moon. I'm not sure any of you have heard about that, but <laughs> Bella feels like the emptiness inside because Edward's not with her. And then also after that line, which is I reach the sky, the moon looks on, one last year has come and gone. It's time to let your love run down on me. How he's been alive for like a hundred years and has found that one person or one thing that he's looking for and how the last years just come and go for him until he found Bella and now she's his life and it's so adorable and whatnot. Yes. Alright, before our next song, why doesn't Gail remind us of our listener challenges? Well, just challenge. Or just challenge. Um, hey guys, we have one listener challenge that's continuing on to this week. And that is the t-shirt design challenge. Please send in ideas for t-shirts to bloodsuckerspodcast at yahoo.com. Remember to avoid any copyrighted phrases or pictures and please be creative. Send them in and we're very excited to receive them. Okay, so 
So now our next song is Ordinary Day by Vanessa Carlton. This was emailed in by a listener named Lisa Marie of Huntington Beach, California. So let's discuss it. Discussions. I love the line, just a boy, just an ordinary boy. Because it's like, it's so like, he always says he's ordinary, but he's so not. He's amazing. And that reminds me of Angela, my best friend. Because like, when she says that Edward's only human, or like, just like any other boy or whatever she says, I forget. No, he's not. Well, I was just going to add to the whole ordinary boy thing how he says, well, maybe you should introduce me to Charlie as your boyfriend, even though it's a loose interpretation of the word boy. One of the lines, like a shooting star, he shines. But I'm going to cheat and replace the word he with she, because Edward's comparison to Bella, like a shooting star in like his life, when he thought like there were stars, but it was nothing extraordinary, and then she came along like a shooting star. But you could say it the opposite way. She would say that she came along with the shooting star. He said, take my hand, live while you can, don't let your dreams fly right in the palm of your hand. Just the parts of live while you can, it's like the point of Edward's telling her not, I keep making the vampire, but he's telling her like to live while she's still human and like don't be a vampire, just live life, be alive, be your dad. Um, the end, the just a dream, just an ordinary dream as I wake in bed, and the boy, that ordinary boy, or was it all in my head? Did he ask if I would come along? It all seemed so real, but as I looked at the door, I saw that boy standing there with a deal. How, on that one night, the first night he slept over, she woke up and he, he wasn't, like, there when she woke up, or right next to her, and he was all, she was all like, well, was I dreaming it? Because it was so awesome, but then he was sitting in the rocking chair right there, and it was cute. Aww. Aww. Okay, guys, so just hang in there for one more song. Before we begin, though, we'd like to thank Melissa Strong for participating in the Borders Challenge. We'll hopefully have her picture along more on the site soon. If anyone else has pictures for that challenge, please send them in to bloodsuckerspodcast.yahoo.com. Okay, so Miriam sent us in a song called Something About Us by Daft Punk. So one last time, let's discuss it. Woot! The line, because there's something between us anyway... It's always like Edward and Bella, there's always something between them, like it's Jacob, or it's like vampires going to attack Seattle, or whatever it is. There's always something getting in the way of them. They still live on! This song reminds me of right before he tells her that he's a vampire and he really likes her. He says, I might not be the right one, it might not be the right time, but there's something about us I've got to do. Some kind of secret I will share with you. You just like, when you listen to the lyrics, it's just, it seems like it's about when you told her he was a vampire. Well, you can also take it the other way. I mean, like, I know I don't really like Jacob that much, but the part where it says, but there's something about us I've got to do, some kind of secret I will share with you, when he turned into a werewolf and he's trying to make her guess, like, he has to tell her because he doesn't want it to be all like, well, why do you look like you're 25 and you're only 16 and you're all big and tall and strong and stuff? And then there's the obvious, um, I need you more than anything in my life. I want you more than anything in my life. I'll miss you more than anyone in my life. And I love you more than anyone in my life. You know, obviously. 
Bella and Edward. Though the song doesn't have la 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 la, <laughs> did manage something out of it. I'm proud of us guys. Woot! Alright, well, before we end, I just want to say, do you people, listeners, like this show, like the format we did? Like, would you guys like an all music episode every once in a while? Because our inbox does get quite full of songs and all that kind of stuff. So make sure to email in and let us know what you thought. So if you hate it, you know, we cannot do it again. <laughs> yeah. But we figured we'd try and get everyone's suggestions in. And we did, but we actually did not get everyone's suggestion in. If you didn't hear your song, it's because there wasn't room. We only wanted 10 songs. We didn't want to overwhelm everyone. So um, we're sorry if your song didn't make it in. We actually got like six or seven songs the second I finished making the list. And so I felt bad because there were a bunch of new ones. I actually put one of them in now. Ordinary Day was a late entry. Oh, Gail, do you want to tell everyone what's up with the website? Oh, no, I don't. We bought our domain name and we're ready to do it and something went wrong. We're not sure what and they refused to tell us. So we're kind of on hold. We're hoping that we're just going to be able to buy the domain name somewhere else and host the site very soon. But we will post on the blog when it's up. And we're sorry, we're having technical issues. And issues with people being dumb. Namely, BraveNet. And they need tissues <laughs> for their issues. Oh dear. Well, BraveNet, please fix your issues. Pretty please. Alright, well this certainly has been a fun episode. Now that we've partly cleaned out our song list, make sure to email in song ideas to bloodsuckerspodcast at yahoo.com. Also, you can visit our blog at bloodsuckerspodcast.blogspot.com or be our friend on MySpace at myspace.com slash bloodsuckerspodcast. You can also be in our Facebook group. But you have to find on your own. <laughs> well, it's just Bloodsuckers, the Twilight podcast. We'll see you next week. I'm Maddie. I'm Christina. I'm Janae. And I'm Gail. Bye. 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 Bye.